This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. 7.45 on a Thursday morning. Spot on time to connect with Dr. Wendy. But first, this insert sponsored by Manor Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Dr. Wendy Christine is health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Morning, Wendy. Great having you with us. Good morning, Brad. I'm glad to hear that you're sounding better. I do sound a lot better. Thank you. I'm pleased about that. Uh, Dr. Wendy, before we get into it this morning, uh, we've been talking about guts all along uh, over the last few weeks. Today we're continuing and there's still a few more to go. Um, Why are we talking about guts? For those that have been missing out on our conversations over the last few weeks, can you give us a quick little intro into the series again? Yes. So um, Dr. Josh Axe wrote a book that spoke about five different gut types that could be contributing to various different health problems that we may experience. And we all um, have different physiology. So one gut type might be different to another gut type. And so our um, our digestive issues might be stemming from a different problem. And so the the five main um, gut types that were identified were the candida gut, the stressed gut, the immune gut, the gastric gut, and the toxic gut. And we've discussed so far the candida and the stressed gut, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the immune gut and what that means for our health and how we can um, improve our health if we just support that type of gut function, if that's what we are struggling with. Thanks so much for that, Wendy. When you mentioned the immune gut, I'm not sure why something inside of me thought, well, that sounds like a good one, like a positive thing. Uh, but uh, the more I've been working with you, Wendy, to, to uh, prepare for today, I've realized this is actually quite the opposite. This is a gut that is not in a good space uh, and that really does need some serious attention. Yes, it certainly does. Um, and if we think that a large percentage of our immune function relies on our digestive function, this one is the one to pay attention to. Uh, so let's talk about uh, what triggers um, one to have what uh, what has been called the immune gut. Okay, so um, the use of prescription medication, antibiotics, and then we, we're talking here the overuse, not yes. um, not just random, you know, here and there, but continuous use of antibiotics, certain prescription medications, uh, as well as the consumption of a very inflammatory diet will contribute to the immune gut. And then emotions that are not expressed well, um, but that are stored in the body, like disappointment, grief, and depression, can also contribute to symptoms associated with this gut type. Uh, we've chatted uh, uh, last week um, and touched on leaky guts. Um, can you help us just to get around that again as an idea, how food is somehow making its way through the intestinal wall and somehow getting into our bloodstream? What's the cause of that leaky gut? So when our body doesn't digest its foods well, and if the barrier, so the, the, um, the gut is supposed to be a solid tube, um, and it is, super, well, not entirely solid, but it's not supposed to be permeable. The food particles are not supposed to pass through the gut into the bloodstream. The food particles are supposed to be, they're supposed to stay in the gut. The nutrients thereof are, are then um, transported into the bloodstream and the, the waste products are transported out of the body. But with a leaky gut or a, with intestinal permeability, the partially digested fats and proteins leak through that gut barrier into the bloodstream and it creates a systemic inflammatory response, which means that the, several systems then become affected because now you've got food in your bloodstream 
And the blood is flowing throughout your body. So that can affect our organs. It can affect our brain function. It can affect just inflammatory responses in general in our bodies. Yeah, so the body's got to respond somehow to finding something foreign in the bloodstream. Um, let's just quickly take a step or two back. Um, are there any kind of uh, bowel diseases that can be associated with the immune gut and with the leaky gut that you've just uh, referred to? Yes, so quite specifically your inflammatory bowel diseases, so things like Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, irritable bowel syndrome, um, cancer, celiac disease, all of those kind of things can be triggered by the immune gut. And then also people who struggle with multiple food sensitivities and intolerances or even allergies. So you become more and more um, sensitive to a variety of foods that shouldn't because your immune system starts to mount a response to those foods. So if somebody's really struggling, and you're going to touch on some of the conditions I've spoken here about some uh, uh, inflammatory bowel diseases, whoever is living with an immune gut, uh, I suppose the simplest way to say it is, is really struggling with, with food intolerances and just general well-being. And we know how when our guts are not working well, how it affects our entire body. So am I safe to assume if uh, the immune gut is you listening right now, you're, you're not in a great place health-wise? Yeah. And a lot of people, not all people, but some won't even associate it with their digestive system because they won't necessarily have gut symptoms. So you, we've, we've mentioned some of the gut problems that people might experience, but there's several others that can they can experience that could also be linked to this type of gut. Uh, what are some of those, uh, Wendy? So things like headaches and migraines, uh, chronic fatigue, depression and anxiety, uh, muscles and joint pain, arthritis, so eczema, psoriasis, any of the autoimmune conditions can also be associated with this gut type as well. So how, how do you, I'm, I'm trying to think of how you even start to get yourself to a point of saying, I think it could be the immune gut or getting yourself to a healthcare practitioner to say this, this is potentially what the problem is. Uh, I mean, if you're struggling with food intolerances, is there a way one can get tested and if you can't get tested how you can sort of on your own figure out okay this food is a problem yes so the the most important thing would be to try and identify which foods are the problem um, and to be in tune with your body so you know there's sometimes subtle changes that happen you might just you might eat something and have a runny nose afterwards and you just think you know well that's just me mm. or you might get hiccups or they, you can have changes in body temperature so some people sweat or they get cold after they've eaten so mm. it depends on on those kind of things that your body is then giving you these subtle signs you can have a food intolerance test um they are fairly pricey and um, depending on which labs you use but you can also do an elimination diet, um, and that's sometimes as effective, but you have to eliminate several food groups at the same time. Because I've, I've spoken to people and they say, oh, but I've tried already cutting this out, or I've tried cutting that out, but they haven't necessarily tried cutting out all the inflammatory foods at the same time for an extended period, and then reintroducing them, because that really is where you can tell the difference. Yeah, and uh, it's also rough because you're basically saying, you know, that bread and milk you're popping out for, no bread and no milk. Uh, and so that often leaves people yeah. floundering just a little bit saying, well, if I can't have grains and dairy to start with, uh, what am I left with? So it can be pretty tricky to even attempt this. 
It can. And it, it, the mindset around it is like, what am I going to eat? Because we don't realize how much else there is to eat when, when our diet is predominantly dairy and grain based. But when you start exploring, you realize, oh, there's actually quite a lot I can eat that isn't on that inflammatory list or on that, in, you know, allergen list. Um, and it gives us quite a lot of flexibility and freedom once we know what it is that we can eat. Okay, apart from uh, apart from uh, dairy and, and wheat products, what are some of the other most common foods that might be causing uh, an intolerance issue? Egg whites, um, shellfish, nuts in general. So that's tree nuts and um, ground nuts. Sugar, definitely. Alcohol and then soy-based products. So how do you go about doing it? What is the, the length of time of the elimination? How do you start bringing it back? Can you help us with a bit of a system? Yeah, so you would want to eliminate all of those types of foods all at the same time for at least a month to six weeks. That gives your body time to sort of settle back down to normal. Um, there's nothing really triggering it at that time. And then you can introduce them back one at a time with a three-day interval in, in between each new addition. It can take up to three days for you to experience a response from a mm. food if it's a, just an intolerance or a, a sensitivity. If it's a... Um, a real allergy, you know, then you'll have an anaphylaxis. But most people are not at that stage. They know those foods. They know yes. they stay away from those. But these are the foods that actually create, uh, you know, those little responses. So things you would be looking out for is, are my joints all of a sudden achy? Is my brain a little bit foggy? Do I have a headache? Do I feel bloated? Do I get diarrhea? Do, am I constipated? Mm. There are several different things that that can cause. And so you wait three days before you introduce the next one. And then and so you do that. And then you re normally have quite a good idea uh, of which are the foods that you know you need to stay away from more permanently. Um, it sounds like quite a challenge, um, Wendy. And it seems like the kind of thing one should walk alongside a healthcare professional but if you can remove chronic fatigue, headaches, migraines, depression, anxiety, muscle pain, IBS, arthritis, eczema, psoriasis, those are the things you shared earlier. I mean, if those, those can actually be uh, um, improved upon or maybe you even won't struggle with any of those if you can really nail this. So this is actually quite a big deal thing. Mm, yeah, the, and this, as as we as you see from the list, there's so many things that this kind of gut type can can affect. Um, and if we can just do it's it's you know a simple process of elimination can really take away and change your life, um, and can repair that uh, will help you to repair that um, leakiness in the digestive tract, and then you don't have symptoms. <clears throat> excuse me, related to those. Um, those gut conditions or to any of the other conditions that you might be experiencing. Just as we close. So it makes it a lot more manageable. Indeed. And just as we close, Wendy, some of the foods that are good to eat, if you if you recognize yourself or you know that you're struggling with uh, the immune gut, what are some of the things that are good to eat? So this gut type does really well with bone broths, stocks, soups, so very nutrient-dense, um, warm-type foods um, and that, that have been well-cooked. Cooked vegetables are good for this type. Um, also, it's very important to make sure that the vegetables are washed well before cooking or eating them, even salad vegetables, because this gut type is much more sensitive to pesticides and chemicals as well. Um, any supplements one can add? Yes. So digestive enzymes, probiotics, and L-glutamine are very good to help restore the lining of the digestive tract.
And if you're listening right now and you recognize something about yourself in there or someone you care about, why don't you get in touch with Dr. Wendy Christen at Integrated Health Solution. Get in touch with her. She can help to walk you through this. Um, And if you need to listen to this again, you can find it as a podcast later this morning on kpulpit.co.za. Always an absolute pleasure, Dr. Wendy. Thank you for your time this morning and for this valuable information. Pleasure, Brad. Have a great day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.